0: This episode is brought to you by Phil's Tackle Box. Phil's Tackle Box is the official online retailer for premium fish, everything baits. You'll be sure to love the professional service, faster than fast shipping times, and easy-to-use website. Follow the Instagram and Facebook pages, which will be linked in this episode description, to keep up with bait drops and much more. In addition, Scales Tales podcast listeners get 15% off their order with code Scales at checkout. Again, that's code Scales at checkout for 15% off. Now back to the episode. How's it going, everybody? And welcome back to episode 22 of your favorite swim bait podcast, Scales and Tales. Today, I'm uh, I'm finally joined with another another northern guy. It's been a couple episodes since uh, since this. We've been talking to a lot of Cali and East Coast guys, and today I'm joined by Mr. Phoenix. I'm sure a lot of you guys know who he is and know that uh, he, he he's he's pretty much a stick in Minnesota. Um, we're gonna we're gonna talk to him tonight, talk about the TK, talk about uh, just Minnesota fishing in general, and we're gonna kind of. Learn his story because um, I'm sure there's some stuff he's gonna mention that not a lot of people know. I've I've known Phoenix for a couple of years now, and it's stuff that I really didn't even know. But I'm gonna let Phoenix introduce himself, and then we're gonna start uh, start the conversation.
1: So first of all, I just want to say thanks for having me on the podcast, man. This is a really awesome podcast. I listened to a lot of them. You've had some legends on here, and I'm I'm glad to be a part of it. And um, so yeah, I'm Phoenix Pickner. I'm a bass fisherman that mainly just throws swim baits. I've been throwing swim baits for nine years, coming up on ten years now, and it's really Holy the only shit. way I like. I like, yeah, it's really the only way I like to go fishing. Whenever I throw finesse stuff, I just, I don't really enjoy it much. So I just try and stick to the swim baits, and yeah, that's just kind of what I do. Sometimes I film YouTube videos whenever I got a shot, and that's about it though.
0: So for anybody who doesn't know, uh, Phoenix is in Minnesota. What part of Minnesota are you in? You kind of the southern or northern part of it?
1: So. If you look at the state of Minnesota, I'm I'm actually way east. I'm only about 30 minutes from Wisconsin, but I'm just I'm like 20 minutes south of Minneapolis. So I'm like right next to the big city. I'm I'm considered to be in the metro of of Minnesota. So I'm right in the city and I'm right next to a lot of people and every time I go fishing, I normally have to drive like an hour to get to like good fishing. So, oh my gosh. Yeah. So I kind of live like right in the city to be honest.
0: Okay, that makes I mean i, I talked to you quite a bit so i mean i kind of i knew that you were like in like the suburbs but i didn't realize you were like that like elbow to elbow to people
1: <laughs> yeah like seriously all of my spots here are just loaded with people and i think like a lot of people see my pictures or videos and they think i'm out like in the middle of nowhere and honestly because i am but normally <laughs> i have to drive like an hour to two hour to all those spots and all the spots next to my house are just loaded with people super pressured you know the fishing is very good but Uh, Luckily, it's the state of 10,000 lakes, so you got options, you just got to drive around and find good spots.
0: Yeah. So going off of that, you weren't always in the land of 10,000 lakes. And I mean, like, like I said, we've talked for quite a while now, and I didn't know this until like the other day when I was like, Hey, like, how do you know Jeffrey? Uh, I'm sure everybody knows Jeffrey's the guy in Arizona who swim bait fishes. Because um, him and Phoenix are really good friends, and I'm like, how the hell do you know him? Like, you guys are like two thousand miles apart. How how did this friendship happen? And then you actually informed me that you used to
1: live in Arizona, right? Yeah. So what had happened was I was born in Minnesota, and I lived here up until I was about ten years old or eleven years old, and my family moved, moved down to Arizona, and I was bummed out because I always loved fishing up here. I always loved the outdoors, and I heard Arizona didn't really have any many lakes or any fishing really. And I was always bummed out. So. Uh, we moved to Arizona and I was just looking on YouTube like bass fishing in Arizona and I saw one of his very first videos and I was like dude this dude seems sick and I was actually going through the comments and um, some dude had asked him for his phone number and he posted his <laughs> phone number yeah he posted his phone number on like live on, on like the comments and yeah. I, me being a weird 11 year old kid I just texted Jeff and I was like hey man I just moved here and I want to um, start fishing more like start bass fishing more and he was like Okay, he was kind of hostile hostile at first, like who the hell is this random kid texting me, you know? But he was he was he was really cool about it. I was 11 years old, and he was like 13 or 14, and we just we we swapped phone numbers, and um, we went out fishing one time. We, he brought me uh carp fishing for the very first time. We went out and we fished for carp and poi, so we didn't even actually bass fish. And he he was the one that really got me into bass fishing and throwing swim baits whenever i lived in minnesota i really just i was too young you know i kind of just fished for like bluegill and shit and then yeah when i got to arizona that's when i really got into bass fishing heavy and he got me into like tournament fishing we fished tournaments together we grew up just like fishing any spot we could find in arizona golf courses the big lakes canals like literally everything and it kind of just went from there so i've known him for over 10 years now
0: dude he was probably low-key trying to like get you to be like dude why is this guy taking me carp fishing like this is not what i want to do totally
1: yeah i was like i was just some kid from minnesota i didn't even know really i didn't know what carp were really and he was like oh it'll just be easy to bring this kid out and catch some carp and i honestly had a fun (laughs) and he was eventually like all right dude we got to do some bass fishing and i was like fuck yeah like i've always wanted to like try bass fishing because i never really did it and we we actually like the golf courses down in arizona are a perfect place for someone to grow up and start bass fishing because Obviously, it's just loaded, you know, zero pressure. You can throw whatever you want and just c- crush them. So that's how I really got into it. And we didn't start throwing swim baits until way later. He started first. I remember the very first time we went up to a, an urban pond and he shows up with a shell cracker. And I was like, dude, what the hell are you doing with that thing? Like, That's <laughs> not, not going to get bit. It's way too big. And he's like, no, dude, like, I think I can catch one on it. And we go around, we're fishing, we're fishing. I'm not catching anything. And he's like, dude, I got one. And I was, and I was blown away, dude. I was like, no way he just got bit on that giant shell cracker, you know, like that tiny little shell cracker. Yeah. And he's reeling it in, he flips it up, and it's like this three-pounder. And I was blown away, dude, that the fact that he caught, like, a three-pounder back then was, you know, massive. And I was like, dude, you just caught a stud on a swim bait. Like, maybe those things do work. And he was like, dude, I'm telling you, like, I think it works. And the next time we went out, I had a, a six-inch BBZ, a Spro BBZ, and I caught, like, a four-pounder on it, dude. And that's when it really, like, kicked off, like, the whole swim bait thing for us. And we never went back from then.
0: Yeah, I remember Um, he actually has a video. I don't know if it's still up. This was a couple years ago. But he talks about, like, uh, I'm pretty sure he was referring to you. You guys found, like, this pond. And it was, like, the first time I think he had the 250 or maybe it was, like, the bull shooter or something. And I just remember him, like, talking about, like, you guys caught a shit ton of fish in, like, a week's time. And then, like, the next year it kind of, like, sputtered out. But I, I remember hearing that story. And I'm like, dude, that would be... That'd be so much fun.
1: Yeah, dude. Well, it was like, it was back when the 250 was kind of new and those ponds down in Arizona, like obviously no one was throwing a 250 there. And (laughs) seriously, like you would go there, throw it around. And it seemed like every fish in the lake would revolve around that bait. And you would see so many fish and you would catch so many fish. I never really caught that many on it just because I never really knew how to work it. And he only had one. He would just fish it. But like, so yeah, he would, he was going on a, like a freaking rampage with that bait when it first came out. And then like, Obviously, he fished it a whole bunch, and a week later, the fish started getting accustomed to it. But yeah, like when he f- first started throwing the two fifty in those ponds, like it was so it was so fun, man. Just catching fish like that.
0: So then you you guys grew up together, and everything fished a lot, and then you ended. How long ago did you end up moving back to Minnesota, the, the Great White North, relative to what Arizona was?
1: Yeah, so I was I wasn't planning on moving back here. I was planning on staying in Arizona and just fishing down there and whatever, getting a job down there. But actually. I'm sure as you know, it was a, uh, a golden algae came and literally killed all the lakes that we were fishing. So after we started fishing the golf course and stuff, we got a little bit older, like 15, 16, we got a boat, we started fishing like the real big lakes. And that's when we really realized like the true potential of Arizona, like it was kind of off the map, we were seeing six to 10 pound fish constantly, we were catching six to like, like five to eight pound fish, and it got really good. And obviously, I was still like, like 15 to 16, 17, I really didn't know how to fish like a, a bait yet, but I, I, I was still catching fish, you know? And then the golden algae came and it literally destroyed everything. And I remember for like a year, like no one was catching a single fish. And I was like, dude, screw this. Like, I'm, I'm just going to move back to Minnesota where I know the fishing is fire and like Jeff can go up there and hang out. We can, we can do musky fishing And I, I still got on out of Arizona cause my mom lives there. And, um, it's actually, the bite has picked up down there. Like last season, Jeff had a really good season down there with the swim bait, but yeah, that was why I moved to Minnesota in 2018 was because after the golden the golden algae came and killed everything. I was like, dude, I'm not going to just sit here and not fish. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, so, so you live down there and then you kind of, when you move back where you're like, Hey, like this shit worked in Arizona. Like I'm sure nobody's fishing it in, uh, in Minnesota. Like Why? Why can't I apply what I learned there and try it in my home? I guess, quote unquote, home. You hadn't really fished there much. How come I can't come up to home and fish them here and have the same results? Obviously not the same caliber of fish, but at
1: least fish eating them like they are down there. Yeah, that was the thing too. Like I knew the fish up here didn't get as big, but I knew that up here, there's so many four and five pounders. Like That's, that's, that's going to be a blast on the swim bait. And Honestly, when I first came up here, I, I tried to focus on um, swim bait fishing for muskies. And I failed so miserably. I spent like legit two summers trying it so hard and losing fish, catching a couple fish, you know, but, and I just, it didn't work out as as well as I wanted it to. So I kind of converted over to like bass fishing more and starting to throw swim baits for like bass and actually targeting bass. But I did try and do like the whole swim baits on musky thing. And I feel like a lot of people think like, Oh, in Minnesota, like, man, you gotta be careful throwing those big baits. You'll have like musky, eat them. And it's like, dude, like, I've I've spent, I've put so many hours throwing swim baits for musky. I don't know. Maybe I'm just a garbage muskie fisherman, but dude, I cannot make it happen. So I was like, you know what? There's so many bass here. Let me just start bass fishing again. And truly, like, I think I'm bass fisherman at heart. Like, even when I catch a muskie like, it's fun. It's it's cool. But I, I enjoy catching bass more.
0: It doesn't help when you have Alec that posts a muskie like every three days. Like people get the perception of like, oh shit, like I can, you could just go out and fish a mini trucha or a Piz Piz Little Chief or something and I'll catch a muskie
1: like Alec does. And he does it from shore. I'm like, dude, where are you? Because like all the spots that I fish, like it is so choked out from the shore to like a hundred feet off the shore. You have to go fish offshore like structure. So I'm like, I'm looking at Alec's pictures. I'm like, dude, how is he doing this from shore? But honestly like good for him like if i had a spot where i could catch muskies from shore, i would do that all the time and it's badass like he does really well with it and i think he lives he lives up north more like he i know he doesn't live in the city but yeah yeah, it's it's awesome what he's doing
0: okay so kind of going off what you said like it being like the shorelines being choked up for like that first 100 yards or so till you got out get out towards a little bit middle of the lake um what swim baits do you fish in minnesota and then uh, how, how do you fish those effectively? Because it sounds like you guys have a decent amount of grass up there relative to where you are in the country.
1: Yeah. So the majority of the lakes that I fish are pretty shallow. Like the, the max depth is like 20 to 30 feet, right? Like these super shallow lakes. And they're not small, they're big lakes, but they just don't get very deep. And they're so choked up. And there's just there's football fields of bait fish right and you you just have to go around all the grass and you find the bait fish you find the largemouth it's it's a pretty cool way of fishing but the majority of the time in the summer i'm throwing a weedless soft bait and this this year i've been throwing the the battle shad and the citizen seven a lot and i've caught a lot of fish on it already but um earlier in the season like pre-spawn and like around opener i throw the tiny clash just because it gets absolutely chewed more than any other bait that I could, that I own obviously but like before that grass grows up is really when I take advantage of the tiny clash bite it's like there's grass everywhere in the lake but it just hasn't really grown up to the surface yet so you just you just cast around and like cast the tiny clash over the grass and you'll just have fish come out and crush it like it's it's not that complicated i just go go down the bank and <laughs> fish it over grass and catch fish and the same way yeah. with the the battle shad like the battle the battle shad and the citizen i fish like in the in the thick of it more obviously and I get most of my bites, like, going into, like, a shallow bay where a bunch of lily pads are, and honestly, like, almost fishing it like a frog. Like, I'll cast it back in the thickest stuff that I can, and I'll reel it, and it'll be, like, hopping over pads, going into, like, a little open spot, hopping over another pad, and, and you'll see this fish come out. We're, like, awake on it and just and just crush it. Like, I'm not fishing deep water in rocks or off trees. Like, it's all shallow grass, fishing it over pads, fishing it over uh, uh, mill foil and you know, that kind of stuff. Like, I rarely ever fish deep.
0: Damn, that's that's crazy that you can yeah. fish a weedless bait like that.
1: <laughs> yeah, seriously. Like, it, mo- most people think, like, you know, soft baits, like swim baits, you're, you're casting out in 20 feet. Like, you really get super slow on the bottom. Like, I'm burning mine over grass, dude, and, and like, fish are chewing it. Like, I got that, that six-pounder I caught earlier was on the battle shad, and it was the same way. I caught so many fish that, that day doing the same thing, just casting it in shallow water reeling it over grass reeling it over lily pads and these fish were fired up just coming out and crushing it and like um, obviously in in minnesota there's so many different lakes there's so many different kind of lakes and, and how they fish and there are some really uh, clear deep lakes it's just the ones that i fish the ones that are around my house are all super shallow super choked up with weeds and and everything really and they're just loaded with bluegill like there's no shad there's it's really just bluegill crappie and some perch. So they, they really focus in on that on that small bluegill presentation bait, you know.
0: Right. I mean it, it makes a lot of sense. Uh, are you so you're fishing the TK, you're fishing at dead walk mode in early spring, like uh, April, January, February, March, April, May, June, like early June. You're probably fishing at dead walk for the whole that whole like early spring season.
1: Yeah, I, I really I really only fish it with a dead walk and i catch a couple fish on it cranking it uh later in the spring but like yeah earlier in the spring when the water's still cold i literally just dead walk it the entire time i never crank it and and the fish just absolutely crush it dude like i don't know if it's it's obviously not just the minnesota thing but like everywhere else it seems like some people struggle with like the the dead walk and getting bit on it but i I don't know if they're if they're not doing it subtle enough because it really is a subtle bite like trying not to overfish it you know but my fish up here dude like there's no better bait to fish than a tiny clash that time of year and you're gonna catch big ones too like it's it's yeah. so much fun man and i know you, yeah, do, I remember. you do really well with a tiny clash too
0: yeah yeah i was about to say i remember uh i think it was like one like a week before you you sent me a picture of like a decent fish and it was still pretty cold out there and you're like uh dead walk i'm like fuck i need one of those so i ended up winning one in a wa- or a raffle waffle whatever you want to call it and uh I went out and I caught a fish on it and I was like, holy shit, like this is bull. That's a lie. I caught a bunch of freaking pike on it. And then uh, I ended up catching some bass on it. And I actually, I snapped you a picture of it and you're, or I said something and you're like, wait, you fish it with uh, the standard lip. So the standard lip for anybody who doesn't know is like the, the medium diving out of the three. And you're like, that's how you fish it. I'm like, isn't that how you fish? You're like, no, I fish the minnow lip, which is the smallest lip and um it's funny because after you said that i don't know if it was just i don't know i ended up catching so i ended up catching a lot more bass doing it that way and i caught that uh that five nine that day and i remember sending you a picture You're like holy yep. shit and then like seven casts later i ended up catching like a four another i think it was like a 410 or a 411 yeah. i'm like holy shit like maybe he's onto
1: something something Fishing this minnow lip instead of that that medium-sized lip yeah dude i'm telling you the minnow lip it crushes so well and that that's true actually i used to i used to fish the uh, the standard lip and the longer lip and whenever i would do that i don't know if it's just if, if it's just the bait getting down a little bit further that that pike like but i would notice that i would catch more fish when i would you know crank it down deeper and dead it deeper and it also could just be that whenever i have the minnow lip on i'm fishing it in like you know super shallow grass like concentrating you know largemouth but Yeah. Like, like the middle lip is the way to go. The middle lip and the V tail is like the only way I fish it, dead walking it. And when I fish it, like I'm, I'm literally fishing in like eight feet or shallower. And almost every cast, like I'll hook like a little weed or something. I'll just like give it a rip, but like, it's, it's always shallow, like shallow grass. And I wish I could actually had like a, a spot with like deep rocks. I could crank it, but like, seriously, like there's no spots like that, like around here. So that's like, that's just, that's just what, what I do. I just dead walk it in shallow grass.
0: Yeah. And um you had said something earlier, like you work your dead walk TK. Uh I mean I work it the same way, kinda like uh like a reel and then a pop and then a reel and a pop, but it sounds like you work it a lot slower than I do. Like I'll be honest with you, I work it like a freaking spook. Like I work it fast, and that's how I caught all my fish this year. And um I I, I watched your videos, I'm like, like, cause around the time I caught those few big fish, you ended up posting a video a few days after. And I'm like, holy shit, like you fish it way slower than I do.
1: Yeah. And, dude. Um, I remember
0: I remember showing my buddy like how I fished it. And he's like, dude, how does your arm not get tired? I'm like, I don't know how Phoenix does this all day. And then that's when you came out with that video. I'm like, son of a bitch, I've been doing it like my way the whole time. <laughs> I was like, ah, I, I, I was fooled. I thought I was I guess there's not really a wrong way to do it. We were both catching fish, but I was kind of doing it my own way. I was like, oh, I'm gonna have to try that next year. Even in the
1: fall, really I remember when I first started fishing the Tiny Clash, I was the same way. Like, I love fishing my baits fast, especially, like, a glide bait, dude. I will not fish a glide bait slow. So I was the same way with the Tiny Clash. I would throw it out there, and I would work it almost, yeah, like a spook or, like, a glide bait back. And I was realized, like, I, I would get bites sometimes, but I just wouldn't get, like, like, the bigger bites or as many fish as I wanted. And I, I, I noticed, I'm like, when I, when I work it fast like that, it's not really – it's dead walking, but it's not dead walking. Like, it's, it's rolling. It's not doing what it's exactly supposed to be doing. And I actually talked to Jeff about it. He's like, I showed him a video, Cast the Catch, and he's like, dude, you're working it way too fast. Like, it's way more subtle than that. And I was like, oh, shit, okay, let me go out and try it again. And I went out and tried it again, working it, like, so slow, like, painfully slow to where I didn't think a fish would want to eat it. And every time I would pause it, they would just rip the rod out of my hands, dude. And they were, like, better grade fish, too. So, I don't know if it's just the, the water being colder, they wanted it slower and suspended more, you know, but... Like, yeah, the slow dead walk in the spring is, like, my go-to, like, fishing technique, you know?
0: Yeah, dude, like, 48 to 51 degrees. Like, when we went out and it was, like, that water temperature, I'm like, oh, I'm going to absolutely lay the wood to him. And that held true up until, like, water probably hit, like, 56, and I just, I couldn't buy a bite to save my life. So, that's kind of when I put the, the TK down and started fishing other stuff.
1: What did you start fishing after the Tiny Clash?
0: Uh so actually I put the tiny clash down and Jake Cooper ended up making um a bluegill bait. He hasn't released yet. It's called the Dirty Dan. It's just a little bluegill glide and I ended up fishing that a lot cuz I could fish it really fast. Caught quite a few pike on that, lost some bass, and then I ended up getting um this is like kind of so my friends with the boats kind of uh, I stopped fishing with them for a little while and I ended up getting a, a lewd Flash decoy. So it's kind of like a big version of a fluke. It's like a topwater. And oh, that was wait. like when I started kind of moving towards river slash creek fishing. And I caught a shit ton of smallmouth on that. And I fished that for probably about a month or two. And then, uh, the baby, the baby paperweights, what I fished since then it's, I've been fishing the baby paperweight for like four months. And actually it was around that time I was catching those big fish on the TK. Well, my buddy had live target and we saw fish in like 20 feet of water and the baby paper was like the only glide bait that I had that would sink really quick. I was in the back of the boat and I remember going to sling that thing and he has power poles and I've never fished out of a bass boat enough, let alone one with power poles. And I fucking first cast, I hear a, bam and i was like what the hell and i i didn't think anything of it and i went to go start fishing my glide bait and it's like floating up to the top i'm like what the hell i look back and there's like three pieces of my bait floating in the water i'm like son of a bitch oh, i ended up man. i ended up netting them all and uh just a couple of weeks ago i super glued and uh and baking soda it all together and it swims fine that's what i've been catching all my fish on all the smallmouth on recently so it it still works it still glides fine it's just kind what of
1: ugly happened to, what happened to it
0: the bait, I think, on the back cast either hooked like, well, I don't think it hooked. I think it just smashed into one of those power pull
1: uh, oh, you were those, just those metal steel casings. It. Yeah. Yeah, I was yeah, going to ask about the, the paperweight, dude. I, I owned the original paperweight and it swam freaking awesome and I was wondering how the, the baby paperweight swims. Dude, the baby?
0: It's like, I don't know. It's like, just like the, so when I, when the baby, baby or when the big paperweight came out I had the taxi trout. So I'm like, I'm not, I don't need to fish another glide. like the taxi trout was my bread and butter. And, uh, since moving down here, I picked up a baby paperweight because that was when like the pike were spawning. So I'm like, Oh dude, like I'll be able to lay the wood to these pike. And I ended up catching a shit ton of pike on it. And like, they're spawning in a river. So like they kind of thrash out at anything. So I'm like, Oh, it's whatever. Like I'll kind of write it off. And then I caught some bass on it in the spring. I'm like, okay, this is cool. And then just recently when I start like when I moved into the new the new apartment, I started catching these river small enough. And I'm like, damn, like this bait gets eight. Like it's it's tore up to shit. It's caught caught me so many fish. Like even since being broken, it's got like a, a real tight, choppy glide and like fish in the river. I cast it out over the rapids and I just rip that thing back and those fish come up and eat it. It's, it's pretty crazy, honestly.
1: Yeah, I saw recently you've been sending me pictures of these smallmouth you and your buddies have been catching, dude. It looks so sick.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, you you and Marshall went out, what was that, like, Tuesday and caught those smallmouth. And, like, even just comparing, like, what we're fishing, it's completely 180 degrees different than what you guys are fishing. It looks like you guys are fishing, like, deep runs with, like, decent-sized bridge structures and stuff there. And we're fishing, like like two foot of water right now in this river's deep because the water's so high. And it's like, they're just sitting there. You don't even fucking see them. You cast. And they just, they shoot up eat your bait and the water's like clear enough that you can see your bait, but dirty enough. You don't see the fish actually come up. And so like, yeah. you'll be, you'll be ripping your glide and you stop it. And then you see it like get hit sideways and it kind of starts to swim away or it just starts to like swim really weird. And you're not even touching your re- reel handle you're like, what the hell? So you reel into it and you swing on it and you're like, holy shit, that's a fish. That's crazy.
1: Do they sit in the current or are they sitting in like little eddies off to the side? So
0: we've caught them. Oh, it's funny. Um, my buddy caught the biggest one this year at a new spot we found, and it's like it's an old dam that they they ripped out. And so like it's flowing pretty hard. Like there's people who jump off this brick wall into the water. I'm not sure how deep it is anymore, but he said he used to do that when he was younger and it was pretty deep. But uh He, we were fishing there for like 10, 15 minutes. I had two fish come up in an eddy and miss my bait. I'm like, damn it. And, uh, he's taken some last cast, like into this, like ripping current. And he's like, and he's, he's just about to say, he's like, dude, like if there's fish here, like you think they'd come up and eat this, not even three seconds after he says that that fish came up (laughs) out of the rapids and ate it. And we're like, holy shit. And like, we thought we kind of had these fish patterned and it turns out that we don't really have them pattern. They're like, they're doing their own thing. It's like changing daily and it's so hard to keep up with them.
1: Yeah. See, like the stuff that me and Marshall fished, it's, it's literally like the, the Mississippi river, right? So it's super wide, but in the middle there's like islands. And if you just wade across the river and go to that island and just literally fish around the island in the middle of the river, you'll, there's hundreds and thousands of smallmouth like around there and you can just catch them really on whatever. But it seems like they don't want to eat swim baits. Like I've gone there with little glides. I've gone there with tiny clashes and it's so hard to try and get one to eat. Like even like a, a smaller swim bait, it's ridiculous. So Marshall and I normally just fish like, like little finesse stuff and like a, like a whopper plopper, you know, on top. But yeah, our sure. fish, like they really won't eat a swim bait, dude. Or, or you, you'll go and you'll go throw a, a swim bait for like six hours and maybe catch like one or two. But like, it's not anything that that's crazy good. And I wish it was.
0: Well, and it's kind of crazy because like it, I mean, relative, we don't have thousands and thousands of fish. It's not that, not as big as the Mississippi, but I mean, I watched a guy, I watched two guys yesterday pull up to the spot, like right outside my window and I was down there talking to him. And in a matter of 20 minutes, they probably caught 15 smallmouth on a Ned, uh, a Ned rig. And I'm like, what <laughs> the fuck? I'm like, that's crazy. And they're like looking at the bait I have on my rod and they're like, what the hell is this kid doing? <laughs> yeah, and, dude. uh, they, they finally like, oh, you can take a cast in there if you want. I'm like, are you sure? And they're like, yeah, go ahead. And then I had like two fish follow it. And they're like, holy shit. And I'm like, what? They're like, we haven't seen fish that, bi- that big out of here. I was like, those weren't really that big, but okay. <laughs> like, whatever. Wow, yeah,
1: dude, you just open their eyes to something crazy. You're going to see them down there with the swim bait next.
0: Uh, I don't know. They had ugly sticks and stuff. But oh, Maybe, well, maybe, then, I don't know. <laughs> maybe not.
1: Well, and the cool thing about our river, I don't know if you guys have the same, but like we have literally everything in the river. Like you could be you could be throwing down the bank and you could hook into a fifty inch muskie or you could hook into a, a giant sturgeon or something crazy. Like I don't know if if your if your spot of the river has muskie or I know it has pike, but
0: Yeah. So this spot I'm at right now, so this like river comes out of a big lake and uh there's a dam before my apartment and then there's a dam right outside my window. And you can walk it all the way down for a really long ways up to where I pike fish and everything. And then where I smallmouth fish with that elude flash decoy, which is fuck I don't know, probably it's probably 20 miles as the crow flies, but it's probably more like 30 miles or like walking the river. And that's yeah. where the next dam is. And like after that dam, it literally dumps into um, the main river, this is like a big river in Michigan, like guys, steelhead fish out of it and everything. Like this is where all the musky are. So I don't have musky up this far, but down there I do. And, uh, I don't think there's any like sturgeon or anything back up at home where I used to live. Like all those rivers have like sturgeon, salmon, steelhead, brown trout, largemouth, smallmouth, musky pike, everything. But down here, it's wow. kind of a little more landlocked as far as that goes.
1: That's awesome, though. That the the place you just moved into is right on the river. That's badass.
0: Yeah, dude. It's like it's like low key. It's I mean, it's an old apartment, but I'm like, I don't even care. Like, I have a bed here, and I get to wake up and look at the river. And probably after this, after after we're done recording, I'll probably go down there and cast a little bit because apparently there's no moon tonight. So hopefully the fish will be going crazy.
1: Yeah, dude. That I would be there every single day if I lived that close, like a, a sweet river. And the place that. Marshall's uh, uh staying at you know uh Kyle from Throwbacks? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he stays with him and literally he lives like four minutes from the river. So like every day basically Marshall will just hop down there and go catch some fish and I'm so jealous because I live like an hour from there.
0: Damn.
1: I know. That's, or else I wouldn't I'd fish it all the time. And I will throw my swim yeah. baits there and probably catch muskie and shit.
0: <laughs> so that spot you and Marshall where you caught that big one the other day that you kept kept in uh Kept in powdered in Doritos and ate, um, was, is that like, is that like an interstate bridge? Cause that bridge piling looked absolutely huge.
1: Yeah, dude. So like totally highways will go over that bridge and, um, and those, yeah, those interstate bridges, like those pillars, those pilings, they hold so many fish, dude. It's crazy. Like you could just cast back to back to back to back. Like Marshall, I think, and I caught like 10 within probably 15 minutes just casting on those little pilings and fish just stack up there, dude. And it's not even deep. Like you'd think it'd be like 10 or 15 feet deep. It's literally like four or five feet. And there's so many small stacked right there. It's unreal. And I know actually just today Marshall brought his girl over there and she caught a freaking stud out of it.
0: Oh, I saw that on his Instagram story. Like, <laughs> yeah, damn, that dude, thing like, jumped and I was like, damn, that thing is huge. <laughs>
1: yeah. Like a monster. So I'm, I'm glad that, that uh, that he's got that right now because he's not up here for very long he's just up here for the summer and i'm glad that he's got that like always up his sleeve you know he can go down there and make content and stuff
0: right uh kind of branching back to to the battle shads and stuff a question i had for you do you have a preference in the battle shad seven and a half relative to the citizen seven do you kind of interchange them or do you primarily fish the seven and a half just because you feel like that's that's more productive out of the two and worth your time to fish more.
1: So, when I first started getting into it, I uh I bought the battle shad uh like like the old ones, like the actual like original battle shads, and they would blow out on me a lot and I would lose them to pike, but it was mostly just like the head the head harness that I really wanted. So, I for the majority of the time, I would only fish the new one, the 7.5 with a head harness in it, just cuz it would say it would like last me way longer than the other ones. And Later in the year, as the grass started getting worse, I, I just like, I would hook so much grass and I'd be like, dude, this is a weedless bait. Like, why am I hooking so much grass? And I was talking to Jeff about it and he's like, dude, like the citizen does way better in, in grass. And I was like, I was like, really? Like it, it's, it's bulkier. Like, it seems like it wouldn't do better in grass. He's like, no dude, trust me. And I was like, okay. So I picked up a, a citizen seven. Actually, he gave me a pack of citizen sevens and I came up here and I fished the same spot and it did so much better in the grass. I was just blown away. So recently, I've just been throwing the, the Citizen 7, but I've had way more success on the actual Battleshad 7.5. And that being said, I like fishing the Battleshad 7.5 more just because I like the profile of it more, I like the look of it more, and I like the swim of it more. But if I'm going to fish like thick grass, then I prefer to throw the Citizen. I wish he made the, uh, the Citizen with a head harness casing in it. That would be like ideal, you know?
0: Yeah, I've heard a couple of guys say that, like in the last couple couple of weeks. Which I'm sure I'm sure that'll happen at some point in time. But yeah, who knows? He's, he's nah, a
1: busy guy. <laughs> yeah, he, he's a he's a super busy dude. He's an awesome dude. I'm sure he's gonna come out with something like that. And actually, he just I I posted that video of the battle shad, and he was like, "Yo, man, like I appreciate the uh, the support. I'm gonna send <laughs> you some battle shads and citizens." And I was like, "Oh, thanks, dude. Like Mike's a really awesome guy." And yeah he, he's just a, he's a really awesome guy i like to fish his baits and um honestly like if I, I don't like have anything against it um they they're, they're just really expensive and i don't make like a whole bunch of money so i can't buy a whole bunch of them so i, I really appreciate it when he, he helps me out and lets me get some but uh yeah was, definitely, was, definitely. definitely oh go ahead no but definitely the, the battle shot 7.5 i prefer more and like i've i've caught a lot of fish on it like when when jeff and i went to texas i fished the Battle shad 7.5 a lot and like we were fishing deep rocks with it and it was just perfect dude and we caught a bunch of good fish i caught that the eight the eight whatever on it and um but yeah i definitely like the Battle shad 7.5 more
0: that was that was the video you eating the banana the, <laughs> in the boat wasn't
1: yep. it yep totally, <laughs> totally eating the banana that. dude that was such a good day and it sucks like like, I, I, tried to, I tried to do the whole YouTube thing, and, like, I'm still trying to do it. But, like, the bite has been so slow. And I work, like, almost every other day, right? So, like, I'll work. The next day, I'm like, all right, I'm going to go out. I'm going to go film another video. And let's say whatever. i only catch one small fish. I'm like, okay, I have to scrap that video. And then I work the next day. And the next day, it's blowing 30 miles an hour. It's, like, it's really hard to, like, consistently try and post good content on YouTube. You know what I mean?
0: Oh, for sure. Especially up there like it, the wind dude the wind's been such a bitch like probably everywhere but like for the last like couple weeks God. it's been so fucking windy here it's like if you have a boat like here primarily if you have a boat you're gonna catch fish kind of shore bang and it's not really the ideal thing that's like why the nice nice thing about having the river right here is but i hate fishing in the wind like like 15 mile an hour wind in a boat i'll, I'll fish the bank or i'll just stay inside i don't care
1: <laughs> yeah dude like it's pretty awful I, i'll say like one thing I like about the wind is it usually gets the fish fired up. And especially if I'm fishing for musky and I'm like offshore and I'm just kind of following like a contour line, like it's, it's a little bit easier. But like, yeah, if you're trying to fish a certain spot and you're getting blown around in 20, mile per hour, in 20 mile per hour wind and the fish aren't eating, it's so miserable, dude. And like you said, like this whole summer, it seems like every day is blowing 20, 30 miles an hour.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, it's miserable. I don't know about you guys, but is your water super low too? Like, we have not gotten very much rain this summer at all. Like, maybe a combined, like, seven storms since yeah. April.
1: That's not a lot at all. Like, earlier in the season, we were, getting, we were getting rain, like, almost every other day. And all of our stuff was super high. All of our lakes were super high and muddy. But, like, for the rest of this whole summer... Honestly, we haven't gotten, like, any rain. And, like, it's, like, super dry and low now, which is really weird because, like, literally just two months ago, everything was flooding.
0: Yeah, and, like, the water here, I don't know how the fish aren't boiling alive. Like, it being super low and it being, I mean, it's it's pretty hot here. Like, I mean, it gets hot here, but it's, like, sustained hot for the last couple weeks. And it's, like, dude, if I was a fish, I'd be fucking, I'd be dead.
1: (laughs) Yeah, dude, especially in those shallow water spots. Like, I really don't get it.
0: That's like my buddy. He grew up here. He's a little bit older than me. He talks about like how deep these holes are. And then we go and walk the river and it's only like two and a half feet deep. He's like, holy shit. Like it, it should be a lot deeper than this. And it's hard because like when you're walking and you're kind of sight fishing and you look and you're like, oh, I can see bottom there. Like that's not deep, but that, that, that could be considered a deep hole. Like that spot we've caught all those fish right outside my door at that little bridge area. That spot yeah. is literally maybe three feet deep. And when I first started fishing, I thought it was a lot deeper. And I looked over the bridge one day and I could see the bottom and I could see smallmouth and, and suckers swimming around. I'm like, holy shit. Like, I, I can't, like, I used to let my baits like, sink down for, like, five or six seconds. And I'm like, I can't be doing that
1: anymore. I'm going to have to go swim for it. <laughs> wow. Dude, like, when we were on the river the other day, we, we'd be, like, knee deep, you know, a couple feet deep. And you could, you could see bottom. But there were still fish there. And, like, I, I, I caught this fish in probably a foot of water. Like, there, it was right by this little pylon. You could see bottom. I pitched it in there, and there was, like, this little shady spot. And I, I got bit, and I was like, what the hell? And I set the hook, and it was, like, an, actually a really nice fish. That was actually the, the picture that, that you saw that fish. And um, I caught that fish in, like, a foot of water. And it's weird sometimes. Like, you'll, you'll be able to see bottom, but you just can't see the fish there. But they're actually, like, still there. It's such a trip.
0: Yeah, dude. Like, those river fish are – they're, like – they're almost black they're so dark brown it's, yeah, it's crazy
1: dude. super good at camouflaging they're super fast too
0: and that's like when, when when it's not deep out and when it's super hot like i i like i'm either fishing structure in the river or i'm fishing shade lines like 9 times out of 10 they'll be in the shade lines if they're if they're, if they're shallow structure i i think they just kind of rather chill in the shade than fucking have to burrow under some sand to get into a log jam or something
1: totally I was gonna I was gonna ask you, do you plan on staying in Michigan or do you ever plan on like moving states or trying to go somewhere else? Or do you like Michigan?
0: Um, so I, I like I mean I'm two hours from home, like where I grew up. So like it's been it's been a culture shock because up up at home I'm I'm pretty spoiled. Like every lake I fish is connected to Lake Michigan, so that means I can fish that lake on the pier head or I can walk walk the pier head 200 yards and I'll be fishing Lake Michigan. And those, those fish oh. are so full of piss and vinegar. Like you can, like it kind of got boring. That's kind of why I stopped fishing because it got boring. Cause I would go out and I would just know that like, Oh, I'm going to at least catch one fish today because they're so fucking egged on and they'll eat, they'll eat a taxi trout if you cast it out there and fish it the right way. And it large just kind of got mouth. super repetitive. Yeah. But well, largemouth mostly, but you can catch a lot of smallmouth too. Um, we used to catch a lot of smallmouth drop shotting, and then when we when I got into the swim baits and stuff, uh, I caught some smallmouth on the two fifty. Caught them on, uh, caught them, caught a quite a few on the Gantrell too, but the two fifty smallmouth were were honestly my favorite. And then I I'm have really? another like some some like unknown brand shad resin glide. And my buddy would just have fucking five pounds, six pound smallmouth like wolf packet, oh and God. we could never really get them to eat, but like they would follow. So I'm sure you, there's something you could do, but we were both kind of pretty new at it.
1: Dude, that's crazy! Smallmouth on on a depth 250. Yeah, like yeah, it's crazy.
0: It was a pink one too. It was a pink 250 cotton candy. No way. Well, was it an yeah. OG or one of the newer ones? No, no, it was well. So it it. It could have been. Well, I'm, it's a. It was a new style, but it's called. Uh, it's called a Shutterfall. I don't know if you know what that is, but there's a little ball bearing in it, and it kinda has. It kinda has a shimmy to it when it falls, kind of like a Senko does. Yeah. And uh, as far as I know, it's like that color is kind of like the only style you can find it, and I'm sure that's probably wrong, but that's like every time I get tagged in a pink one, uh, Jason Carroll's like, oh, this one's a shutter phone. I'm like, huh. I, I didn't, at the time I had it, I didn't know it was anything special until a couple months ago when uh, when somebody told me about it. I'm like, oh, that's cool.
1: Dude, that, that Jason dude seems like he knows everything about swim baits, dude. Yeah, Jason's very well versed. <laughs> yeah, like that's one thing about me. Like, I love fishing swim baits and I know like most of them, but it's so hard to keep up with all the new baits that are on the market, dude. Like, I'll be, I''ll be scrolling through Facebook and I'll see on Universe like these baits and I'm like, I've never even heard of like these baits and these people are feeding for them, but like I'm just I'm just out of the loop that way. you know I have my 10 or 15 baits that I fish religiously, and I don't I don't really venture out and like try new stuff unless like someone wants to you know send me one.
0: yeah, I, uh, I opened up my box the other day and I'm like, holy shit, like from compared to when I first started when I first started like my first my first like couple months, like hardcore into swim bait fishing, I bought a Hinkle a Hinkle trout uh, blank. Yeah. I bought a 250, I bought a phony, I bought uh, a ghost, a DRT ghost. Um, dude, you went all in. Yeah, dude, this was like in a matter of like two or three months. <laughs> and I caught fish on all of them except for the ghost. So the ghost was my first DRT bait and
1: oh you I, didn't even have a tiny clash before the ghost
0: no no I, I bought the ghost and i paid a stupid fucking amount of money for it it was like it was like some of the first batches from into the us so i think i paid the guy out in california like 750 for it <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> And, dude, listen to this. So I didn't know how to fish it. Like, I didn't know how the bills clipped in there and shit. I ended up losing every single attachment for it other than the standard whale tail in a matter of, like, seven casts.
1: (laughs) No, you were uh, just, like, you were just (laughs) half-assed putting it in there or what?
0: Yeah, because I didn't know they had to, like, clip in there or anything. And um, I ended up having a fish come up and, like, swipe at the bait. And I'm like, oh, that's badass. And then I never fished it again for, like, three months. And (laughs) you want to hear the crazy thing? I fucking gave that bait away for free.
1: No way.
0: Yeah, I gave it, like, a uh, a younger kid posted about it, um, asking about one. I'm like, do you want this? Like, I, I don't really know how to fish it or anything. I think it's a little too big. He's like, yeah, I'll take it. I'm like, okay, cool, here. He ended up making man. me a custom bait that I don't know where it went. I mean, it was cool, but I think I sold it for, like, 150 bucks or something. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you hooked that kid up, though, man. That's a, yeah. that's a good deed of you.
0: yeah. And so I ended up catching some fish on the Hinkle trout when I first got it. And my buddy out in Virginia was selling uh, a Roman made mother. And I ended up getting, and I had some fish follow, I had some fish swipe at it and stuff. And then, like, when I got out of swim bait fishing, that's when I, like, I hit you up and I was like, Do you want this?
1: And you're and like, I, And oh, I hopped like, on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're like, How much? And I told you, You're like, Yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> I was like, I was like, Dude, I don't have mother money. And he told me, I was like, Yeah, I'm going to take that.
0: Yeah, and I remember I remember you getting it, and, like, four days later, you are like, dude, Jeff is so pissed that I got this bait. And I was like, why? He's like, because I got got it for such a good deal. And then, like, <laughs> yeah. I texted you, like, two weeks later.
1: I'm like, well, have you gotten to fish it yet? And you sent me a picture of a snapped rod, and I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah, dude. So I was out on Minnetonka, and I was like, you know, I'm going to throw this mother all fucking day. And I'm either going to catch a six-pound bass or I'm going to catch a 50-inch muskie, whatever. I go out, and I have this... I didn't even have a rod for it. I was fishing on this musky rod. It was like this tackle industries, extra, extra heavy. It said it could load like, I don't know, like 12, 16 ounces or something crazy. And I was like, this should do. And I'm fishing it all day. I literally fished it for like eight or nine hours. And I'm loading my boat up, up at the, uh, the boat launch. And I make like this, just like this little stupid lob cast at this dock. And it just bam snaps. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? And that was the only rod I had to throw it. So now like, I haven't thrown that bait in like a year, dude. Dude, to be honest, that thing is fucking clapped. Yeah, bait. it is. Yeah, I don't know. I don't it's, know who it's had caught it a fish, did, but yeah, like it looks like it's caught fish. Like the paint's all fucked up, but it swims all right. Dude, I'll send you.
0: I'll send you a picture of the fish caught on it, and you're gonna be like, "You're so full of shit." So it was a bedding fish, and it maybe it was. weighed a pound and a half.
1: <laughs> who caught it on a bed? You or the guy before you?
0: no the guy before me um super young kid do you know jackson dole uh yeah i think so yeah so he was the one who had it and then he got out of swim bait fishing and i got it for a super good deal and that's why i'm that's why i was like i'm gonna give this bait to somebody who i know is gonna fish it and like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna screw him out of a deal like i'm gonna get what i paid for it
1: yeah (laughs) yeah dude honestly I, i wish i could i could fish that thing more like I don't really have – literally, I don't have a rod I could throw it. besides maybe one of my musky rods, and I'm worried I'm going to break that too, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but I would like to throw yeah, it, it, like, is. religiously and try, try and catch a fish on it. Marshall was just telling me the other day, he's like, dude, I think you, I think you could catch a mother, like, bass out of here. I'm like, yeah, you probably could, but it's going to be so fucking hard. Like, that's a giant bait, dude, and, like, the fish up here aren't that big. And he actually just yeah. caught one on a, on a king shad, like the 12-inch glide. And he's yeah. like, well, if damn. I can catch on the king shad, I think I can catch on the Roman mother. I was like, fuck it, dude, probably you could actually. Like, you know, like <laughs> Marshall's one of those dudes where he just makes shit happen too. Like, you give him a bait, he's gonna catch a fish on it.
0: Is uh, does he still have that? He has that white snake mother, doesn't he? I remember him. He caught like a nine pounder on it. Like, it was it this winter or last winter? I remember him posting up a huge fish on a white snake mother, and I'm like, damn, that thing is massive.
1: Yeah, I think he caught that one on the Brazos, the Brazos River, and. I don't know if he still has it. He definitely doesn't has it have it with him now. He probably sold it cuz he's homeless.
0: Yeah, he's probably like <laughs> fuck this. I don't need yeah, this. You're like,
1: I-, I need some gas money, dude. This is a meal
0: ticket right here. <laughs> yeah, dude.
1: Um
0: but yeah, I mean is there is there anything else you kind of want to go over while we're here?
1: Um I wish I had more to more to talk about. This summer has just been really slow, dude. Like like I said, I've been I've been working a lot. Trying to figure out what the hell I want to do with my life, but and the the bite just hasn't been that good. Like I've I've been musky fishing like ten times this summer, and I haven't even seen one or pulled one in the eight. So that's kind of unmotivated me to go musky fishing. The bass bite's been like all right. Um, I don't really know, dude. I haven't. I just haven't really been like fishing as much as I normally have, and I don't know just why. Just a lot of burger grilling, dude. Dude, a lot of burger grilling, a lot of steaks. <laughs> like I just get home from work. A lot fucking, of Madden. <laughs> yeah, a lot of Madden. Just get home from work, play uh, play a game of Madden, cook up a steak, and it's already like seven o'clock at night. Like, all right, I got work in the morning. Like, just kind of a bummer. I wish I could fish more. Like Marshall, like literally lives like, it seems like the best life. Like he just he just hangs out at Kyle's house and just gets to fish every day. You know, he fish out of his paddleboard.
0: I was uh I was watching his video like when it went live today on YouTube and I was gonna comment I, I can't it. wait till I gr- I can't wait till I grow up and I can be
1: hopeless <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude seriously and dude he has such a such a great sense of humor about it like people like he'll tell me like about like these people hating on him and shit like I don't know why people would ever hate on a guy like Marshall like he literally just he just like fishes and yeah, I don't know but. Um, what about you though? I like, I know you've been catching those, those smallies and you're all, you're on that big pike bite for a while though, but nothing else really than that.
0: No, dude. I'm like, even like now the smallmouth bite, like at the bridge, I have I fished it yesterday for like a couple casts, but I'm trying to like keep it low key. Cause I don't want those fish to be like, Oh fuck. There goes that paperweight that seven of us have already bit and fucking got <laughs> <Yeah>. real in. <bent." laughs>
1: Hopefully all, all those fish are just forever. new fish that reloaded them.
0: Yeah, I know. The shitty thing was, like, the first day I went down there, I ended up losing, like, six or seven fish in a matter of ten minutes. Like, all decent-ass fish, too.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Yeah, it's because I wasn't fishing a Leviathan. I was fishing another rod that oh, was yeah, a fucking broomstick, and it would load up super quick, like, two eyelets down, and the fish would, like, kind of porpoise, like, get ready to jump, and that fucking rod would unload 110%. And I'd be like, son of a bitch, this is not yeah. the rod I need to be using
1: right now. Dude, are you ever going to... um Make your way over here. I want to. I want to, bad dude. Like, while Marshall's here, you should just take a little road trip over here. We could all go camp and fish and shit and film a video. It'd be really fun, dude.
0: I uh, do you know how long Marshall's here for or there for? I should say,
1: I think he's gonna. I think he's probably till, up here. until the
0: gathering. Um, oh shit, when is that? Uh, last weekend of September.
1: Damn. Yeah, I I know he told me he's gonna stay here like all of summer, and he is going to the the meeting with uh, Kyle. So yeah, he's probably gonna be here till September. And they they actually they want me to to drive down with them. And I told him if I if I don't have work for those days, I'd be totally down to go.
0: Hell yeah, dude.
1: Are you going? Yeah, you're going, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm going. I'm going. How
1: Let's long is it the a drive skills, for you? Skills.
0: Uh, that's a good question. I'll give me one second. It's like so. Phil lives like an hour away so it'd be in it'd be 11 hours and 41 minutes from where i'm currently sitting right now and that's to the campground where the gathering is so to the hotel i'd stay at or i'm gonna stay at it'd be 11 hours and 11 minutes because the hotel is 11 or 30 minutes away from the place
1: that's not too bad dude
0: no it's it's not like crazy bad at all
1: and it's definitely gonna be worth it were you there at the uh the last year's one no,
0: so I went to the first and second year. Last year's the first one I haven't gone to. Or, fuck, is, that, is this the fourth year or fifth year? It's got to be the fourth year.
1: I think it's the fourth year. It's hard to keep track. Yeah.
0: yeah, I know. So I didn't go last year.
1: <laughs> are you going to have your own like booth there? Or you uh, just
0: like I think, fuck, I don't know. I've been told to bring all my stuff so I can record while I'm there, like having prompt people come up and talk, which would be badass. And I mean, Dude, that'd be I'm awesome. down for it. Yeah and then i've also been told like we'll bring your stuff but just uh, I i ha- like wayne told me like i have somewhere you can record nice who's like whoever you want to talk to just let me know and i'll i'll have him come over and talk and you can shoot the shit with him so i'm like damn like there's options i'm going to be there no matter what and it's just i'll probably bring all this shit in case anybody wants to record an episode like hopefully by then i have a shit oh, i'm going to have a shit ton of stickers and hopefully some shirts and everything so it'll it'll be a good time for sure either way
1: dude yeah i I really hope I can make it. I'd love to meet, like, all those dudes over there. Like, I met, like, I'm, I haven't really met that many dudes in, like, the swim meet community. I've met some dudes in Arizona, obviously, and some guys out in California. But, like, there's so many guys on the East Coast that I want to meet. It'd be cool to go down there and, like, say what's up to everyone, you know? Yeah, dude, there is a fuck ton of people that show up. It's absolutely crazy. That is crazy. And I know that Throwback is premiering a, a video there. And I'm like, I'm, like, in the video quite a bit. So, you wanted me to. You know, at least be there for it. Be there. Yeah.
0: Dude, that'll be fucking sweet.
1: That's going to be awesome. Yeah. I, I think I can plan on going down there because I, if I can just catch a ride with Kyle and Marshall, I think that's the deal. Oh, for sure. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Just fucking hitchhike with them. <laughs> yeah. And then I can just help pay for like gas and I don't know where they're going to stay. Maybe a hotel, but yeah, that'd be awesome. I don't know if, but yeah, back to what I was saying before, I don't know if you're, you should make it out here before then or even after, but it'd be, I just think it'd be sick if you, Marshall and I could like link and fish sometime.
0: Yeah, dude, that'd be fucking sweet.
1: <laughs> right. Or even if I, if I could go out there, fuck, like, I know Michigan's super solid.
0: Dude, I was going to tell Marshall, I was going to be like, dude, like, I have a place. If you ever want to come through, like, I have my own place. Now you can just stay here and fish the whole day. All like, am at work, I don't care.
1: Yeah, right? Like, on his way out of Minnesota, like, go through Wisconsin, fish a little bit, go through uh, Michigan, and then head back down. Straight down, yeah, that'd be sweet. <laughs> and that's another thing, too, is I, want, I can't wait to go back to Texas. I know Jeff and I are going to go back down to Texas, I think, this fall. And, dude, like, I miss Texas fishing so much. It's so fun compared to, like, Minnesota-style fishing.
0: Dude, yeah. And um, last time you were guys down there, you were kind of, like, you were getting over a head cold, too, weren't you? You were kind of, like, fucked up. I remember you being sick in that video that you caught that big one on. Yeah, dude.
1: I don't don't know. It seems like every time something important happens, like, I get, like, fucking uh, an illness or something (laughs) sick. And it's so stupid. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Like, I swear to God, I don't know if it's, like, a mentality thing, but, like, that's real. And, um... But yeah, so last time we were in Texas, I can't, I think it was in the springtime, but dude, it, like the fishing is so, it reminds me of like back in like the, the good days in Arizona, you could fish a big glide fast and clear water. You can see these fish come flying up for it. Wolf packs of fish, like the fish in Minnesota, they don't wolf pack like they, like they do down in the South, man. And I don't know if it's cause like they're chasing balls of shad and we don't have that here, but it's just so much fun to see like that, that deep clear water fish come flying out and they're actually willing to eat big glides like up here. Like you can't just throw a big glide and like catch up like a six or seven pound largemouth. obviously you catch maybe a pike or something. But as I'm, I'm just really stoked to get back, get back down to Texas and have an opportunity of catching like a big fish, you know?
0: Yeah, dude, it's fucking, it's gotta be crazy down there. Just knowing you could fucking link up with like a 13 pound fish, any cast.
1: Yeah. At, at, at any time. And like a six pounder down there is like average. Like if you, if you hook one, You're like in your head, you're like, yeah, this is like a, like a five to seven pounder. And it's so sick. And the frame of the frame of the fish down there, they have these massive heads. They're super long. You've probably seen all the Texas dudes. They always catch 24 to 26 inch fish. Like that is just mind blowing.
0: Yeah, dude. Fuck. That's crazy. I know. Um, Is there anything else? I mean, I I know you said, uh, you're, you're going somewhere tomorrow. So you kind of wanted to keep it short tonight. Uh, is there anything else you want to talk about
1: before we kind of close it down? No, I think that's it, buddy. I uh, appreciate you having me on here and it's always fun to talk fishing with another fishy guy, man. I don't get to talk fishing very much with anyone else.
0: Yeah, dude, it's it's a blast. Um I will leave Phoenix's uh, Instagram, YouTube. That's everything, right? Instagram. I think that's everything.
1: Yeah, I'm i everywhere. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'll leave all that stuff in the description below. Um make sure if you guys enjoy the episodes that you guys leave a five-star review on your listing platform if not. Hit me up, talk about it, tell me what I need to work on before you hurt the rating. Completely, completely joking, rated <laughs> honestly. I don't care. But uh, uh make sure you guys follow Phoenix, like I said, on Instagram, and then make sure you guys follow scales and tails underscore podcast on Instagram. It'd be greatly, greatly appreciated. Um, I'll leave the link to the slap shop so you guys can pick up some slaps if you want them. But uh I, I think that's it. It was it was really fun talking
1: to Marshall, or fucking Marshall,
0: really fun talking to Phoenix. <laughs> Yeah, um, man. It was, it was always a good
1: time talking to you. You're you're a really good guy, Adrian. And I, I really fuck with these uh these podcasts you're doing, man. Like just listening to them, it always gets me fired up to go fishing.
0: I appreciate that, man. There's a lot of guys who like it, and uh, it's just kinda kind of a plus doing it. I have fun. I get to talk to guys like you and everybody else I've interviewed, bait builders and stuff, and guys guys enjoying it. it's just kind of a, a little extra piece to it, I guess.
1: Yeah, man. I'm looking forward to uh to meeting you eventually and seeing you down at the Gathering. And we'll probably do another, another podcast down at the Gathering, I reckon.
0: Yeah, dude, for sure. That'll be fun. Get Marshall on here. Kyle, have a, have a whole slew of fun.
1: Yeah, sure. Get like five dudes on. It'd be sick.
0: Yeah, fuck Roundtable.
1: <laughs> exactly, dude. It'd be awesome.
0: Yeah. But I want to thank you guys for listening, and I hope everybody has a great night. Thanks, guys.
1: Thanks, everyone.